the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. And now, broadcasting from the 960 The Patriot Studios in beautiful Arizona, your car insiders. Lord, won't you buy me a Mercedes Benz? On the road again. Good morning and welcome to Your Car Insider on 960 The Patriot. Actually, it's Merry Christmas morning. Uh, it is it is the strangest time I've ever seen in the car industry. And I've been doing this for over 30 years. And it is not, I've been saying this for months, this is not getting better, this is not going away. And in my opinion, it's actually getting worse. And just to give you an idea... Uh, I've got two great kids. I'm very, very fortunate uh, that I have wonderful children. And my son lives in Colorado, and my daughter lives here in Phoenix. And she has a very, 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 very busy schedule. And when I say she has a busy schedule, my daughter's in veterinarian school, and she feels if she's not in school, she's studying. It's very, very simple. If she's not in school, she's studying. She does work one day a week in a vet's office, and, you know, I love her to death, but I will tell you this. If the phone's ringing at 11 o'clock on a Sunday morning, it is not to say, Dad, do you want to go have lunch? Or, Dad, do you want to do something? It's because I know what her schedule's like. So I know it's not anything good. So the phone was in the bedroom on Sunday the 12th, I believe. So let's take a quick peek at the calendar. Yep, that would have been Sunday the 12th. So I missed her phone call, and I saw that she called back right away. Uh, I had been outside with the dogs, and I hear the, see the phone, miss phone calls. So I call her up, and she's like, hey, Dad, you know, everything's okay, but if you're not doing anything, uh, I just had an accident. So I'm like, okay, are you okay? And she says, yeah, I'm okay. And uh, she says, but I don't think my car's okay. Okay, so actually where she had the accident was only about a 10-minute ride from the house. So I was in a ball cap, a T-shirt, and a pair of shorts, and I jumped in the car, and I go over there. So I get to about five blocks away from where the accident is, and I can see my daughter's car all across the intersection, and I see the car that she hit in the intersection. I see the police car in the intersection. So I pull off the street. I park the car in the discount tire parking lot and I walk over to the tow truck driver who's just arriving. And I asked him where the car was being towed to. And he told me where the car was being towed to. And I asked him about taking the car someplace else. And he said, well, it depends on where you want to take the car to. So I said, well, you know what? It's a Sunday. It's very hard to tow someplace 
that's not open because they want the car signed for. My friend actually owns the body shop, so I agreed to let the car get towed to the impound yard, which was right off of 19th Avenue and Williams, which is between, I think, Deer Valley and Pinnacle Peak. So the accident really wasn't that far from there. The car got towed, uh, and my daughter was okay, and I looked at my daughter. I said, do me a favor. Three airbags just went off in your car. Okay, you need to go get checked out. And the officer told me that the gentleman that made the left turn in front of her was going to be cited for the accident. It was his fault. And we proceeded to just jump in the cars. My daughter spent the next five hours in the emergency room getting this test, that test, this done, that done. And she woke up Monday, like I thought, you know, really sore and some new colors on her body, uh, on her leg, on her chest, on her stomach. And Monday morning, my plan was I needed to get her car out of the impound yard. So I'm going to ask everybody, everybody, when you go outside today and get in your car, make sure you have a copy of your registration in the glove box of your vehicle, a current registration. It blows my mind how many people I help buy cars when they go to trade their car in, the registration that they have is expired, and the insurance card is expired. Okay, It's very, very, very important to keep current information in your vehicle in the event you have the unfortunate situation where you're involved in an accident. Now, the police officer could have wrote, written her a ticket for a registration that was expired, but he knew from looking at the back of the car that her tags were current, and when he checked, I guess, through the MVD, her registration was current. So I did not want the car sitting at the storage lot. I wanted the car at my friend's body shop. So I, I got up in the morning. I called Ronnie at Streamline Collision. We talked about it. I said, listen, I'm going to go out. I'm going to get the car out. He called his friend Paul, who was going to come over with his tow truck and pick the car up. So I get to the impound yard. It's probably about 9.15, and I walk in, and the guy says to my daughter, well, do you have your registration? And she hands him the registration, and he looks at her and says, I need your current registration. And she started to explain that, well, the police officer said this was okay. And he says, well, we're not the police department. We're the impound yard, and we're required to show proof of ownership before we release your vehicle, and we require a current registration. So I told her, okay, could you go check the car? You're not allowed into the impound yard. So they walked to the back. When I say they, the employee of the impound yard. You cannot, cannot take uh, someone back into the impound yard. Was their rules. Okay, great. 10, 15 minutes later comes by. It's not in the glove box. He said, okay. So my daughter goes home. It's not in the house. You can't go online and print something off of online for a duplicate registration, they want you to go to the DMV to get an original copy of your registration. 
So I walked back outside and I told, uh, I, I saw the tow truck driver from the day before and I said something. He said, yeah, well, you know, the only way you can get, you know, get the car out is, you know, if you don't have the registration is if the police department comes down and signs for the car. So if anybody ever tells you it doesn't help to have a friend on the job, they're out of their mind. So my friend happened to be at the body shop that day having his tailgate looked at on his 2008 F-250 or F-350. So I called my friend up and I said, hey, could you do me a favor? And he said, what's that? I said, could you come down and get my daughter's car released? So he said, Gary, I'll be happy to do that, but I'm not going to be in a uniform and I'm off duty. You need to ask them if that's okay. I go inside. I said to the guy, I said, listen, if, if a buddy of mine's on the job and he comes down, can he sign for the car? Sure can. Even if he's off duty, sure can. All he needs to have is his badge and ID. Okay, great. So we wait. 10, 15 minutes later, he shows up. They start talking to him and, you know, the, the, the guy at the, it was funny because the guy at the counter was more interested in talking to the police officer about what he does than he was talking about getting my daughter's car out. So he signed for the car and everybody left and here's dad holding the ticket that, you know, I paid, I had to pay out of pocket to get the car released, which I did, which was no problem. But it was kind of sad watching my daughter's car on a giant forklift get dropped into the middle of the street waiting for the tow truck. So I go out to the car. I go through the entire car. And this guy was right. There's no registration in her car anywhere. So I, I'm not worried about it anymore because the car's, the car's totaled. Uh, the frame's bent. Uh, everything in the front of the car is pushed into the engine. Uh, three airbags deplo- went off in the car. I mean, it was, you know, it was ugly what the car looked like. And I was just, at that point, didn't really care about a car, didn't really care about anything. I was just really glad that uh, Meredith was okay. So I, I called the tow truck driver. I told him where the car was. And I said, hey, do me a favor. I'm going to leave the keys. In, uh, where do you want me to leave the key? So he told me where to leave the key. I said, do me a favor, Paul, just shoot me a text uh, to let me know you've got the car on the back of your truck. And about an hour later, I got a text and the car was gone. But remember, I'm, I'm not trying to be an, uh, I'm not trying to sound like your dad, but I'm telling you, it is so important to have current information in your car. Uh, this officer could have easily written her a ticket, uh, I think, because she, her current registration. But I don't know since he was, you know, he kind enough, he checked, he made sure everything was okay. But then the dilemma starts after that. You know, it was Monday, she was a little sore, and we needed to get a car. Because she is not going to have this car any longer. So while we were at the impound yard, I heard her on the phone with Progressive Insurance trying to arrange a rental car. And we went on and on and on, and I heard all these questions they were asking, and I finally said to Meredith, I said, do me a favor. Tell this gentleman you're going to be represented by an attorney because I don't want you saying the wrong thing 
to him because this was not your fault. The questions that he's asking are trying to, my feeling was trying to trip you up to admit you did something wrong on a recorded line. Get off the phone. I don't want to talk to anybody until we find out exactly what's going on, see the police report, speak to my friend Mike, who happens to be an attorney, and see what goes from there. As soon as she mentioned the word attorney, they got off the phone. He said, I'm going to have to let you know. I'm going to have to get off the phone with you right now. And the phone call that we have has been erased. Okay, great. No rental car. I'm going to finish this up after we come back from the break. But I I want to thank everybody that listens to the show. I hope everybody's having a great, great morning uh, with their family, with their friends, whatever it is they do uh, for Christmas. My number is 602-525-1370. The easiest way to reach me, it's 602-525-1370. If you insist on sending an email, it's yourcarinsiders.com. There is a contact page. If you send me an email, I promise you I will get back to you within a couple of hours. I don't get phones. uh, I'm sorry, emails to my phone. Very special thanks to Joey Staples and Earnhardt Honda for their support of the show. I really appreciate everything that Joey's done to help me over the last almost 11 years helping people buy cars. The most prestigious and coveted honor that American Honda Motor Company awards dealerships is the President's Award. The award recognizes the dealership teams who demonstrate superior achievement and customer satisfaction, new car unit sales value, and business management. Earnhardt Honda is proud to have received this prestigious award many times, and they want to show you why they're the top-selling Honda dealer in the Central and West Phoenix Valley regions. Earnhardt Honda's mission is to provide their customers with world-class service in every phase of the sales and service experience. 100% customer satisfaction is General Manager Joey Staples' goal. The staff at Earnhardt Honda participate in continuous training programs to improve industry and product knowledge and new ways to continue to provide top-notch customer service. Joey realizes that customers have a choice, and when customers like you choose Earnhardt Honda, you have put your implicit trust in them. Joey appreciates and is honored to have your trust. You can reach him at his desk by calling 623-463-4308 or visit him at Earnhardt Honda, located in Avondale or online at EarnhardtHonda.com. Monta Vista Cleaners has the latest state-of-the-art equipment and uses only the best cleaning supplies available. Family-owned and operated since 2001. They offer fast, same-day service until 9 a.m. every day on dry-cleaned items and next-day service on all other items. They are open from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Monday through Saturday. So stop by any of our three locations, 210 North 59th Avenue, Suite 111 in Glendale, or 8345 West Thunderbird, Suite 104 in Peoria, or 777 East Thunderbird Road, number 105 in Moon. Valley. Welcome back to your car insiders on 960 The Patriot. My name is Gary Green. I'm the host of the show. And as I've mentioned a million times, easiest way to reach me, it's 602-525-1370. I did confirm with Jeremy during the break that he does have his registration and insurance card in the glove box. I hate to harp on that, but it's important. Uh, you cannot go to a car dealership and buy a car and leave with an expired insurance card. And I even went as far, and I've said this before. So now the fun started. Had to go to the car dealership to look for a car for my daughter. So before we get started with that story, want to send out a very special thanks to my dear friend Adam Breen at Earnhardt Hyundai in Avondale. 
Adam truly understands what it is that I'm trying to do to help people get new cars. And that's who we went to go see to get my daughter a car. So we get to the dealership and Meredith looks at me and says, where are all the cars? There's no cars, Meredith. I've been telling you that. So we looked around and they had seven new cars, I think, sitting out front. So we sat down at Adam's office and Meredith didn't want a car. Uh, She feels more comfortable driving either a crossover or an SUV. So we sat down and we looked and Adam went through the computer and Meredith told him what she wanted and all she said was, I just don't want pumpkin orange or lime green. I'm pretty much okay with whatever you can find me. So... We went to the list and everything coming into the valley, not just his dealership, there were seven of the model she was interested in. And he said, of those seven, these are already marked sold. Let me make some phone calls. So we called on the cars and the ones that weren't marked sold were sold. So then we went up another trim level. And... None of those either. So finally we walked outside, and of those seven vehicles, there was a brand new N-Line Hyundai Kona sitting outside. And Meredith walked over, and she looked at it, and she's like, well, you know, I really don't want, you know, I don't need a sunroof, and I don't want this, and I don't want that, but it it is kind of cute. And we started to talk to Adam a little bit uh, about, you know, waiting for a car. And he said, Gary, after these are gone that I have, I'm 90 days before I'm going to see one of the lower trim levels. And she doesn't have 90 days to get a car. And I didn't want her to wait. So I sat down with Adam. We put everything together. And Meredith was, she was okay with what everything looked like. And, you know, we're going to buy the car. So the first thing that I do before I buy the car And I tell everybody to do this. I call my good buddy, my insurance agent, Paul Houston from the Houston Taylor Group. And I said, Paul, I need your help. And he says, well, I'm out with my wife and I know his wife, Marlena. So I said, okay, enjoy your family. Uh, He said, but call Melinda in the office. And by the way, I already texted Melinda about your situation. So she's expecting your call. So I call Melinda and I start talking to her about the insurance. And as it turns out, she's going from a 2017 Nissan Rogue to a 2022 Hyundai Kona. So I said to Melinda, now do me a favor. The claim is not done from the accident. Do not, do not cancel the insurance on the Rogue. I want to add the Kona. She's going to take delivery of the car right now. So within 10 minutes, Meredith has new insurance cards because I had them emailed to Adam at the dealership. And I called Melinda back and I I wanted to make sure that what is this going to cost her? And after about a three-minute conversation of her checking a few things, I found out that her insurance was not going to change at all from the 17 to the 22. And this is all precautionary things that I do and I try to have my clients do because It's your responsibility to make sure that nothing's going to change in your insurance. And 
you know, when I bought my Dodge Challenger, I traded in a Ford Mustang. And my insurance went up $35 a month going from a 442-horsepower Mustang to a 485-horsepower Dodge Challenger. Did I care? No. Was I surprised? A little bit. Uh, Did I call Paul first? Nope. I was buying that car no matter what. I wanted one. And the deal that they put in front of me made all the sense in the world. But, folks, what I'm talking about here is... If you don't need to buy a car right now and you want to buy a car and you have that itch, please, please scratch the itch. Make it go away for a little bit. And when I say make it go away for a little bit, I think that this this issue of shortage of cars is not a 90-day problem. Because the cars that are coming in the next 90 days, a majority of them are already sold. So I think that this problem is going to be with us for quite a while into 2022. And it's it's not going to get, it's going to get, I think, worse before it gets better. But enough of that. And I'm glad my daughter's okay. I'm glad she was able to get a car. And, you know, when I talk about helping people, you know, I don't sell cars anymore. I help people buy cars. And I had the unfortunate situation last week where I got a phone call from a very, very, very nice gentleman who unfortunately informed me that his wife had passed away. And young woman, and just not a good story, and I'm not here to talk about that, but you know, he wanted to buy a car. That was one of the things that his wife told him to go do. It was a very specific car. So we went to the dealership to look at these cars, and they had one, not in the right color, but he wasn't allowed to drive it. If you show up at a car dealership and they have a car that's pre-sold, there's a lot of times that that dealership will not let you drive that car. Uh, They did let him sit in it. They did let him start it. He did get to look at this. He did get to look at that. But he did get to drive a different car. And the main reason I wanted him to drive the different car was it didn't have all the options he wanted because he wanted a fully loaded model. But it had the right engine. So at least get a feel for the engine. So he drove the car and he said, you know, Gary, I really like it. And we started to talk and he wanted a specific color with a specific color interior. And we got all done, and it turned out that the dealership that we were at had one car that was not an exact match, but it was acceptable. There were five cars coming to the valley that were exact matches. Those cars were going to arrive in February. Uh, We turned around, and we talked a little bit, and I gave him some advice. I gave him some thoughts and what I thought he should do, and he took my advice, and we made our merry way outside the dealership. And I uh, want to send out a very, 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 very special thanks to Adam Breen. Not only did he help my family this week, uh, but he completely understands what it is I'm trying to do to help my clients. I called him about a car for a client the other day, and I said, Gary, this, he said, Gary, this is what I'm doing right now on cars. But this is what I'll do for one of your clients. 
and uh, never heard back from the gentleman because maybe he didn't like what he heard. But uh, I'm here to help you. I'm not here to sell you anything. Monta Vista Cleaners has the latest state-of-the-art equipment and uses only the best cleaning supplies available. Family-owned and operated since 2001. They offer fast, same-day service until 9 a.m. every day on dry-cleaned items and next-day service on all other items. They are open from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Monday through Saturday. So stop by any of our three locations, 210 North 59th Avenue, Suite 111 in Glendale, or 8345 West Thunderbird, Suite 104 in Peoria, or 777 East Thunderbird Road, number 105 in Moon. Valley. Welcome back to your car insider on 96 of the Patriot. Once again, my name is Gary Green, and the easiest way to reach me it's area code 602 525 1370. I'm going to talk about the phone for a second. If you call me and you would like to speak to me, if I don't know your number, especially if it's not a 602 number, I'm not answering the phone. Okay, I, I hate to sound like this, but I am so tired of these random phone calls. 602-525-1370. If I don't answer, leave a message and I promise you I will call you back. Uh, if you don't leave a message, the odds of me calling back, and sometimes I do call back and it kind of cracks me up that when I call back, it says... You've reached a non-working number. Well, how could it be a non-working number if I just got a phone call from it? But it's really important to understand how important it is to protect your privacy. But back to the gentleman buying the car with his wife's wishes. I sent him a text when I got home, and I said, Stephen, I'm really glad you decided to pass. And the reason I said that what I said to him was he doesn't need to buy a car. It was a want thing. But sometimes, you know, wanting something and being able to afford it, sometimes the want wins out. Okay, there was nothing logical about this decision. And when I say there was nothing logical about the decision, it was completely an emotional situation. So we shook hands. And I told him when we walked out, I, and while I was at the dealership, he didn't like the number that they talked to him about his trade. So I said, well, and the son turns around and pulls out Kelly Blue Book sheets telling him what his car's worth as a trade-in. So I explained to him that this is a guide. That's all this is. Now, if you want a real number from Kelly Blue Book, go online, go to what's called the instant cash offer and see what Kelly Blue Book will give you for your car. Now, the instant cash offer is all over the place on AutoTrader. It's all, there are a lot of dealerships that advertise it. Instant cash offer for your car. Uh, I'm not going to go into how all that works, but it is a real number that you get from Kelly Blue Book as to what the dealership will buy for your car. The dealership does not put the number on the car. Kelly Blue Book puts the number on the car. And the number is going to be nowhere near what's written on that piece of paper that you're showing me that you printed off from the Kelly Blue Book website. Because the Kelly Blue Book value on the used 2020 was over MSRP of what the car was new. Now, there are instances that this happens. However, a lot of car dealerships are not 
playing by those numbers. Uh, so I said to him, well, why don't we do this? Sit down. We sat down. We got on the computer, and I went www.carvana.com. Stephen, give me the VIN number of your car. I type in the VIN number to the car. That was me typing. We went through a description of the car. Now, this car had 11,000 miles on it. It was perfect. And I was kind of amazed that the number that Carvana gave him was $6,000 less than Kelly Blue Book said the trade-in value was. And Carvana is one of the companies that will step up big time if you have a car that's in really nice shape that you want to sell. You have to keep in mind that if you're trading something in, you can't give up the tax savings. So... The trade value that I got from the dealership was about $500 more than what Carvana offered for the vehicle. However, and this is a big however, if you have a vehicle that's worth $30,000 and the sales tax is 8%, that's $2,400 in sales tax savings that you will get by trading the car in, not by selling it to Carvana. You can't sell your car and then go into the dealership and say, well, I sold my car to Carvana. I want the tax credit. Does not work that way. So by the time we were all said and done with the tax credit, it was approximately $3,000 more for his trade than what was offered from Carvana. And I told him, I think we should go. And I told you I sent him a text telling him I was glad he passed. And we went home. He didn't answer that text Friday. Saturday morning, I got up, and about five minutes to seven, he had sent me a text. I know this isn't logical. I know this is emotional. And I know that the numbers are this. And he, in the text, put what the numbers were exactly. He said, but Gary, please, put my name on the car. I want to go ahead and do this. I'm here to help you. I, I don't help people make poor decisions. He made a logical decision. I'm sorry. He made an emotional decision that I wasn't going to be able to talk him out of. My name, my name is Gary Green. I'm the host of the show. And the easiest way to reach me, it's 602-525-1370. Welcome to Rodeo Ford. Located in Goodyear, Arizona at 13680 West Test Drive. Rodeo Ford is proud to be one of the premier dealerships in the area. From the moment you walk in their showroom, you'll know their commitment to customer service is second to none. They strive to make your experience with Rodeo Ford a good one for the life of your vehicle. Whether you need to purchase, finance, or service a new or pre-owned Ford, you've come to the right place. Remember when a small business needed a landline? Today, landlines are a thing of the past with Grasshopper, the entrepreneur's phone system. On the road, at the beach, or at home, Grasshopper helps you grow your business. Get all the features of a business phone system and the freedom of a cell phone with our iPhone and Android apps. Features include multiple extensions for your team, calls forwarded to your mobile phones, voicemails transcribed and emailed, and so much more. See how it works at grasshopper.com, the entrepreneur's phone system. Welcome back to your car insider on 96 of the Patriot. Want to send out a very special thanks to Chad Sasan at Rodeo Kia in Avondale, Arizona. Uh, 
Chad's a wonderful gentleman to deal with. He makes it so simple when I have a client. We actually just sit in his office. He doesn't even sit there with us, and he prints me everything I need to share the numbers with you. And you either say yes, you say no. It's a pretty simple, straightforward, transparent transaction. Uh, Also want to send out a very special thanks to David Garcia and Alex Medina at Rodeo Ford. Uh, that's actually in Goodyear, Arizona, and they too, just like all the gentlemen I deal with, no matter what dealership it is, they understand what it is I'm trying to do to help you buy a car. Now, I will tell you that things have definitely changed. Uh, and somebody told me a phrase, and the phrase that you hear sometimes was, that was then, this is now. And I will tell you, when I was working with a client in the car dealership, He, the customer looked at me and said, are they really going to let me leave over $500? And I looked at him and said, are you willing to leave over the $500? Now look outside and he turned around and looked out the window said, how many cars do you see in the new car parking lot? And he counted and he looked at me and he said, five. I said, did you see the car that you're going to buy? Nope. It's because it's not here. It's in transit. If you don't buy the car, somebody else will. And it's not like the good old days where the dealerships wouldn't let you leave over 500 bucks. Now they are. They hold all the cars. Uh, I was with somebody, this gentleman, and I said, here, the the car's incoming. This is what the transaction is. Uh, my suggestion is do what you feel good about. I don't care if you don't buy the car. If I take somebody to buy a car, help them buy a car, and they don't buy the car, I We'll talk to them for a while, and we go our separate ways. And I don't call you to follow up to see how you're think, you know, how you're feeling. Uh, I'll send you a text, maybe thanking you for your time or w- whatever. But I'm not going to call you three, four days later if the deal, if you didn't decide to buy the car. I am not the salesman in the car dealership, and it's so so important to understand the times that we're dealing with right now. And if you need a car, okay, not want a car, if you need a car and you go to the dealership and the car is there, you need to make the decision if you're willing to live with the terms that the dealership is offering to you because for the most part, they're not willing to accept the terms you're offering. You know, I I was... I, 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 I struck a pot of gold. I had a client that needed seven Ford F-150s. And it turned out they had all seven at Rodeo Ford. And they were not jumping. Th- you know, it's not the good old days where they were thrilled about selling seven cars to one customer. 
okay? They looked at it almost like, hey, if we sell those seven cars, it's this much less money that we're going to make because we're giving your client a deal that we're not giving to the customer that walks in off the street. I mean, I was in that Ford dealership, and there was a gentleman there looking at an F-150, and he didn't like the numbers. Now, I overheard the gentleman say, yes, I was at this other Ford store. Their numbers were nowhere near what your numbers were. And I walked out of there. And unfortunately, I'm going to walk out of here because I don't need the truck. And I was just hoping. And he thanked the guy. He thanked the guy for you know being up front with him, telling him this is what we can do. Uh, but you know, the, the, the word invoice doesn't come out of anybody's mouth that's working in a car dealership anymore. Uh, you mentioned the word holdback in a car dealership anymore. They're going to point to where the exits are. Okay. Even myself had to make a decision when I helped Meredith buy her car. Okay. I know what's going on. And Adam did whatever he could and gave my daughter the best deal that I've seen in the last six months helping somebody buy a car. But it, it's still not the deal that I would have gotten 18 months ago. The times are different. But a thing, a very important thing to remember is if you have a nice trade, you can't give it away. So I was waiting for a client not that long ago, and I happened to be in an AutoNation dealership. And I'm dealing with a good buddy of mine, uh, and we're chatting, and Jim Test and I have been friends for since 1997. And I said, Jim, you know, since we're not doing anything and we're kind of bored, why don't we take a look? I want to see what my car's worth. So he laughed and said, okay. And the used car manager was standing there. And he said, Gary, let me go bid your car. I said, you know what? I don't want to waste your time. He said, Gary, you're not wasting my time. I'm not doing anything right now. I'll be happy to go out and bid your car. Now, AutoNation stores have a very simple process how they bid the car. Somebody goes out there with their phone and takes some pictures. All the information gets submitted to submitted on the computer to AutoNation. The car is bid by somebody in another state that's bidding the car by the pictures and the VIN number and the credit, uh, I'm sorry, car history of the vehicle. So it's kind of an interesting system. So we're sitting at the computer and they're refreshing the system to see if the number pops up. Now, when the number popped up, it interested me enough to consider buying a car. Now, if you heard earlier, I was telling you about a gentleman that had gone to Kelly Blue Book and Kelly Blue Book said the car's worth this, which was over MSRP of what the car was new in 20. Well, my car was appraised not anywhere near what the MSRP was on the vehicle, but it was actually $635 more than I paid for the car in 2018. And the car has 42,000 miles on it. It was $635 more than I paid for the car. And it kind of got me thinking for a second. Well, if they're going to give me that much money for my car, what do they have that I might want to buy? Now, one thing I will tell you is AutoNation doesn't negotiate on used cars. 
And Toyota doesn't make a new car that I would want. And if I bought a new Tundra and came home with it, my wife would look at me like, really? This is what you did? We have a truck in the driveway. You hate having a truck, and you're going to want something else in six months. So I started thinking, you know, I'm, I'm a sports car guy. I'm a, I'm a car guy. Dodge Challengers, Corvettes, uh, luxury high-performance sedans. It's all what I've owned. Uh, Mustangs, I have a Dodge Challenger. That's everything I've owned since around 2000. And... I finally put everything aside and said, you know, I just don't want to spend 60 grand for a car. I just don't want to do that. And I did some interesting reading about the new Supra. And if the Supra had a manual transmission and they had one, I might have gone ahead and bought one. But then I Googled something. And I'm going to Google it right now. And I'm going to write that what I'm going to Google is class action lawsuit, Supra. And somebody had told me about this, and I wasn't sure about it. And this is from July 21, and this is on Newswire. Lawsuit claims Toyota... Super drivers were not warned of excessive delays for repairs. Well, a lot of cars right now have excessive delays for repairs. And the reason that is, is the, it's extremely difficult to get certain replacement parts. However, one of the things that wasn't shared was some of the repairs, I believe, need to be done... In 2019, the Super was reintroduced with a chassis, transmission, and engine made by BMW. So some of the stuff on the car actually needs to be done in a BMW dealership, not in a Toyota dealership. I'm not sure of the whole thing, but the reading that I saw was enough to make me decide that was not a car that I wanted to buy. Now, there are so many class action lawsuits. There are so many recalls. It was just something that I decided to make a decision that that was not an avenue I wanted to take. I think it's a gorgeous car. I think it's a great car, but it's everywhere. You know, I had somebody call me wanting to know if they could sue the dealer and sue the manufacturer because their car was in the shop since July. This was October, and they were told they may not get their car back till November or December because they're waiting for a part. Okay, I don't know. You know, you can sue for whatever you choose to sue for. It's just a matter of finding an attorney that will jump on board and take care of that lawsuit. But it's it's. The important thing, if you have a trade-in, you can't give your car away. And I'll tell you, I had two people at the same car dealership that we did what we called blind trades. And that's, that's when they ask you all kinds of questions about your car, and they do what they call a sight-unseen trade-in. 
Now, these two cars were a 2015 and a 2012. Folks, if you're doing a blind appraisal, okay, understand that most of the time the car dealership is going to inspect the car when you bring it back for the proper trade appraisal. Now, if you buy the car sight unseen, your trade sight unseen, and you have all the paperwork done, and there's nothing to that the dealership's put in the paperwork saying subject to trade, you bring the car back and the car's not that nice, they're going to have a hard time changing the paperwork because you've already got all the documents signed. But if you don't have all the documents signed and the car shows up and they appraise your vehicle, now, when the gentleman that I was with and we did the sight unseen appraisal, he sent me some pictures. And the pictures were of a yellow car with black trim and really sharp looking. And when the car showed up at the dealership, it was the same yellow car with black trim. But now you see all the imperfections in the paintwork, all of the scrapes, all of this, all of that. And the blind appraisal was older than three days old, which meant he had to have the car reappraised. Now, was I happy about what the dealership did? Nope. Did I agree with what the dealership did? Absolutely. Okay. He didn't tell me there was a missing piece from the body kit. Uh, The body kit was painted decently, but you could see where the paint was starting to flake, starting to, and it was a low mileage 2015, but it was a car that I'm 99% sure the dealership was taken to the auction, not going to sell that car. You know, my name's Gary Green. I'm the host of the show. 602-525-1370 is my phone number. Easiest way to reach me is my phone. 602-525-1370. Want to send out a very special thanks to Lundy's Peoria Volkswagen. Uh, They are a wonderful group of guys to deal with. Uh, Rick Deshadis has been a a great, great ally. Troy, uh, the general manager of the dealership, they completely understand what it is I'm trying to do to help somebody buy a car. Once again, I want to wish everybody a very, very Merry Christmas and a happy and healthy New Year. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.